Hello, welcome to this special bonus episode of The Brave Front. As well as our regular show, I'd like to use these occasional bonus episodes to take a closer look at the work of some of the incredible UK charities set up to support men's mental health. Starting here with Andy's Man Club. I recently attended the Baton of Hope Relay event, an incredible suicide awareness and prevention initiative that saw a baton carried through towns and cities across the UK, shining a light on suicide and its devastating impact on families. I was incredibly touched by the stories of many of those who so bravely spoke of the loved ones they lost and of the work they are doing in their names to ensure that those people in the darkest of places who feel that they have nowhere to turn do have access to the support, help and tools that they need. I was also shocked to find out that in the UK, men are three times more likely to die from suicide than women, with those aged 40 to 49 having the highest suicide rate of all. Men are also more likely to develop alcohol dependency and to use illegal drugs, and surprise, surprise, far less likely to access mental health support. The event showed me that sadly, the stigma around mental health is still holding men back from seeking help, despite the fact that we are allegedly living in a more open and inclusive society. Also in attendance at the event were a host of incredible charities, many of which have been formed following a death by suicide, and which have gone on to make an incredible life-saving difference to men and women, young and old, across the UK. One of those charities was Andy's Man Club. Taking its name from Andrew Roberts, a man who sadly took his own life aged 23 in early 2016, the charity was set up by his family to offer men a safe place where they can meet weekly to speak openly in a judgment-free, non-clinical space. Today, it runs groups all over the country, supporting more than 3,000 men and working with over 500 facilitators, including Darren Edwards, a project development champion at Andy's Man Club. I spoke to Darren over a slightly dodgy line, I'm afraid, to find out more about Andy's Man Club and the lessons that we can all learn from it. Darren, thank you for joining us today. I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to do so. Um, let's just kick off, if we may. Could you just tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about Andy's Man Club and why we're here today? Well, uh, I've been uh, employed now by Andy's Man Club. I, I one of the guys who stepped through the door for the first time about two years ago at my local club in uh, Gosport. And then, like most guys do, they stick around and want to help the next guy who comes through the door. Uh, then we step up, we come partner, the sport team um, or facilitators as we like to call them uh, and just welcome the guys through the door. And then I had this amazing opportunity to uh, actually go work for the charity. So my, my actual job role is a uh, project development champion. I work for the whole of the Southeast. So basically anywhere South of Hertfordshire is, is my area um, and I help support in uh, Cornwall and Devon at the moment. So it's a remit. Find a venue that's free, get a team of volunteers to run it. They look after the venue, they look after the, the whole session for an Andy's Man Club and get new guys through the door. So the premise of um, Andy's Man Club is we're a peer-to-peer support group, non-judgmental, and the guy over the age of 18 can simply come along on a Monday from 7 till 9 and get anything off their chest that's really troubling them. It's quite a simple way of working. It's very structured. No matter where you go in the country, to whatever club you go to, which there are 123 at the moment, 
you'll get the same experience in every club. Um, I'll go into a little bit more detail later on of how the clubs actually work. But it's as simple as that. It's it's getting guys in. You don't have to be suffering from mental health. It could be day-to-day stuff, families, you know, friends, work, financial difficulties, anything like that. There's no referrals. Just simply come along on a Monday, except for bank holidays, because obviously we're shut then, but just come along and have a chat and see what it's like. It sounds like such a such a, a simple premise, and obviously such a such a powerful one. Um, why why is it you know on a, on a fundamental level why is it important for 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 us to talk about men's mental health not just this week but all year round? Well, you you've hit um, head on it's an all year round problem. So the the mental health we just emphasise it. So you, you get all the companies and the big institutions involved, and they really do uh, push for men to talk. We we've got that stigma haven't we where we're we've got to be the strong ones we've got to support everyone support our families but you know a lot of us secretly inside are struggling uh it it's and it's anything it's simple little things that can push you over the edge and uh, yeah unfortunately uh with males they don't talk and they unfortunately a lot of them take the ultimate and we need to just get people talking. It can be, a, you know, anyone. So sons, brothers, fathers, grandfathers, anyone who who needs to talk can come along. Um, the funny thing is, with us, a lot of our referrals, in a way, come from the female side of the family. So your daughters, your mothers, your grandmothers, your wives, they're the ones who say to their husbands, look, go along, give it a go and see how it works. If it works for you, great. If it doesn't, you know, you can always try something else. And the great thing about it is once the guys get in, you, there's no obligation to talk. That's a very important thing to bring up. But you'll get guys who'll come along who'll be there to support someone else. So they'll bring them along. And it's as simple as that. Just hearing from like shared experiences. One guy in the room may say something that resonates and then another guy will go, well, that's, that's me. So I can actually talk about it now. So once the guys start talking, it's it's huge for us. It really is. And uh, you know, you mentioned the word stigma there uh, uh, as as something that's still hanging around uh, and still there, despite the fact that you know we do talk a lot more around mental health now. It's a lot more in the press. It's a lot more out there. And over recent years, people do talk about it a lot more. I actually have a bit of an issue with the term sort of mental health in itself, in the fact that it's so broad and so all encompassing. It can cover everything. That whole spectrum from low mood all the way through to suicidal ideation you know and that the real top level what would your advice be in terms of recognizing in yourself when your mental well-being may be taking a knot and you might need a hand and or or, or, or to, to reach out for support how do you recognize that in yourself unfortunately my first wife died by suicide so i had the bang here we go welcome to mental health or the the stigma the word stigma comes up and that uh, puts mental health right at the forefront. I became very antisocial is the best way of putting it. So I wouldn't go out of the house. Uh, you start losing friends. You're not eating properly. You're just functioning is the best way of putting it. Uh, I was going to work. The only reason I left the house was because I had to walk the dogs. But apart from that, night didn't want any social interaction with anyone so you sort of you draw in on yourself um the the, the way i saw it is I, I i fell down a well um and there wasn't an awful lot of help coming 
you know, from people reaching down and, and trying to pull me out. It's, it's when you start losing friends. That's when you really think, well, what's going on? Is it me or is it them? Um, and if if you've got that feeling and, you know, sometimes you do want, you want to scream. Uh, and unfortunately, when you go down certain avenues, the screaming is, it doesn't help because, you know, they, they say, well, you know, you have this or do this or try this service. Um, and for me, it was five years of not turmoil, but just looking at myself and understanding and not going, you know, if, if you've got someone who, who dies by suicide, who's very close to you, you've had that ripple effect. So everyone else is affected within that close circle. And it was, it was the question of why, and that was what was troubling me all the time. Why did this happen? And why, why did this course of action happen to me? And then you realize that there is a reason for why it's happened and you have to live with that reason. So me actually verbalizing it and talking to other guys, you know, and women, um, who I've talked to about it, it's just help relieve that pressure, take some of that weight off me. And when you can look around a room or look at people and they're nodding as you're talking, you're getting that appreciation. They're actually taking it in. So it just, it does take that pressure off you and it helps you realize, yeah, people will listen. People do understand. And it's not just me who's suffering like I am at the moment. And that's, that's a, just a general for everyone who's suffering from mental health. You, you're not alone. Um, and you do feel very much alone when you are suffering because you, you, you push everyone away. You don't want anyone to help you, but just talking about it and then seeking help in any other way you can. And all the services are there. I mean, there are brilliant services around at the moment for mental health. And a lot of it isn't advertised, which doesn't help, but it's starting to really get a movement going behind it's so that there is more and more information becoming available that that's free to everyone that they you know they can seek advice and they can get help immediate help as well there's a you know a lot of the problems you get with some of the mental health services oh it's six months time no, it, it simply isn't anymore that that's that's a bit of a false reporting you can get help almost immediately now it sounds so easy when you talk about it, doesn't it? In terms of you, you know, it's good. It's good to talk. It's you know, your this Andy's Man Club's slogan. It's it's okay to talk. It sounds it sounds so easy, but but I know from personal experience that it's it's not. You know, you know, being brave enough to 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 talk about it is 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 a challenge in itself. And I must admit, from my own experiences, and and you know, after I was diagnosed with cancer, and I I, I sort of sunk into a bit of a hole, and, and it just just as you were describing, and and I I totally recognise what you're talking about. But I found it incredibly hard to actually to talk about it, and I, and I actually found that what helped me was was talking, but not talking about it. All I found is a lot of my friends and family wanted to talk to me about it, ask me how I was, how are you, but I didn't want to. I want to talk about anything else other than that. So so. Is it fair to say that that you know peer peer support and talking about it, or, or, or talking full stop is what's important? You don't necessarily have to talk about your problems, but talking and in, in general terms can also be beneficial. Oh yes, most definitely. Um, yeah, but you, when you're talking about you know the problem that you're suffering at the moment is you've got to try and get a, a way of looking at it from a different direction as well. So you've got to you've got to be quite progressive. So even though, you know, like you're saying with um, your cancer and, and generally living with that, it's finding a positive 
and then you can talk like, like what you're doing now is with the um, podcast you're actually being very positive about a, a thing that's really affected your life and that's the same sort of thing when you're going to man club and, and sometimes a simple positive is that you're here and you're here now is a huge positive because you're not you're not looking behind you all the time. You've, you've got to try and look forwards. Look, look to ne- to tomorrow. Look to next week. Look to next month, and then six months down the line, you'll think, "Oh, where was I in January?" And then you, you look at yourself and go, "Wow, the lowest of the low at that point in my life." And I'm now here. I'm talking to other guys. I'm getting other guys to open up. I'm socialising. You know, I've got my family back, and that's one of the the, the huge things that you do get. When, when when you start talking and when you realize that you, you aren't alone in what you're suffering from it I mean it could be any illness but once you start to hear other people's stories about that same illness about the same problem you're going through it just helps you to know that there are more people out there rather than you being stuck on that path and and not seeing any deviation from it the fact that you've got people who can walk beside you in a way it helps tremendously so what, what would your advice be then to somebody thinking, you know, you might have heard of Andy's Man Club, thinking of thinking of coming along, uh, but maybe nervous about doing so. What would your advice be and what can they expect from that first time they turn up? It's not to overthink it. All, all you're doing is going along and meeting a bunch of guys who are like-minded and we don't we don't drag you in. It's the most important thing is it, you're going in under your own steam. So it will just be a case of, right, mate, are you here from Andy's Man Club? And sometimes that's enough of a welcome for the guys to go, well, I am, but, you know, I'm really nervous. I'm really anxious about it. So I just say, right, okay, then come in. We'll introduce you to a few people. There's no obligation to talk. So you go in through the door, um, you get welcomed, and everyone there is welcoming. It doesn't matter what stage they're at, where they've come. You know, you, even the first timers, you know, the new guys will welcome new guys because it makes them realize, oh, He's come and he's a new guy as well. So we've got that sort of connection straight away. So we go up, we give you a cup of tea or a cup of coffee and a biscuit, and then we just sit you down. How it works is there's five questions. The questions work out as, um, so a name and a positive reason for being there. So that's your first one. Oh, I've come here. I'm the first time. I'm, I just want to see what Andy's Man Club's about. Okay, then. That's fair enough. Pass because we have a ball which we controls the room. So whoever has the ball is in control. And then you've got three questions. So how's your week been? You know, crap, good, indifferent. Yeah. And then you'll get um, name a positive from your week. And, you know, like I said earlier, some guys really struggle with this, but it's the fact you're here. It's, it's not a cop out. It's a, sim- it's, it's a really good answer. I'm here. I'm happy to be here. Um, and, you know, I just come to see what it's about and then anything to get up your chest. And this is the big one. So sometimes the guys will go, you guys go, no, I just want to see what it's about. I'll talk about it next week. Or they will go full in and tell us exactly what's troubling them um, or what they're unhappy about. Now, if you want to leave, one of the guys who's the facilitator will go out with you just to check you're okay. If you go for a wee, we'll come back in because you don't want to go in the toilet with you. But if you want to leave... Then that's fair enough. We're not we're not going to hold you to any accountability. Question four, which is like a thinking question, um, example it would be um, if you could invite four people to dinner, who would it be and why? 
So it just gets the guys thinking and it, and it puts the first three questions to bed. And then the last question, like a, a really quick, uh, you can only one pie for the rest of your life. What flavor pie would it be? So that some people will say apple pie or some will say steak and kidney pudding. And then there'll be the arguments that that's not a pie, it's a pudding. <laughs> and the one that always gets people laughing is which way around you, would you have the toilet roll? And it's, it's a simple little thing like that. Just getting guys laughing and, and leaving all the baggage that's in the room, in the room. Because whatever is said in an Andy's Man Club session stays in that session. It doesn't get taken out. The only time this changes is if there's a safeguarding. So if you've got somebody who's threatening to harm themselves or others, and, that, and that's taken out out of our hands because that will obviously be um, a call to 999 or um, the crisis mental health team will be involved with that. That's the only time we don't take names. So there's no data held about the guys or anything like that. And if the guys want to come the next week, come next week. And that's how it works. You'll get guys who don't turn up for three or four weeks and they'll come again. And they'll go, I really missed it because Monday is my routine. I can just think, right, on Monday, I can go in and let it all out and then think, right, week ahead, all good. And then and get around to Monday again. That's just, that's a simple premise of how Andy's Band Club works. Well, I, you've, you've explained it brilliantly, Darren. Thank you ever so much. And if anything, there's free tea and biscuits. So there's, there's a reason to go. There's... Exactly, yeah. That's what I'm most Fantastic. Listen, thank you for your time. I really, really appreciate it. And I wish you well. And, and listen, um, good luck with, with Andy's Man Club. And it'll be good to keep in touch. Yes, certainly. We will do. Thank you very much for having me. That's it for this bonus episode. But if you feel you need to talk to someone in regard to your mental health, you'll find some suggestions for organisations you can talk to today, including Andy's Man Club, in the episode notes. Don't forget, you can keep the conversation going by answering our bonus episode question, which this week is quite simply, how has poor mental health impacted your life? You can answer it on your mobile via the Spotify bonus episode page the link to which can be found in the episode notes or through the link to site in the show profile. You can also interact with the show by sending us a voice message. We'd love to hear what you think, as well as your ideas for topics and things you'd like us to cover. Just head to the bonus episode notes or the link to site for more details and the link to do so. And finally, if you've enjoyed the show, please leave us a review and subscribe on whatever platform you usually get your podcasts. In the meantime, though, look after yourselves and I'll see you for another regular episode sometime soon. Take care.